Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm really been impressed in my first 100 days with the trajectory we are on. The Athlete Village concept, we can provide a voice that is relevant for athletes from all sorts of different sports and different backgrounds. There's no question the number one issue has been around the cost of living. The last thing we want is the first conversation we're having is where the sport has got a problem. I have been in the system, uh, even though it's not been my full-time job, you know, I've, I've done it as a volunteer throughout. Paris 24, it's only across the channel, isn't it? I mean, we're all really getting excited about the Olympics and Paralympics next year. This is a special edition of the podcast with the BEAA, the British Elite Athletes Association. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And coming up, we're joined by the new chair to find out more about the rebrand, the new focus and the future. Hi, my name's Dominic Marnie. I'm the chair of the British Elite Athletes Association. Dominic, 100 days into the new role as chair, what have you and the organisation been working on? It's been fantastic to join the BEAA at at a time where uh, our remit has been expanding. So we've always been, um, had a unique role around safeguarding and representation of athletes. But what's been so exciting is to hear uh, and to to, to work with the team on uh, developing the broader plans around building a kind of community for athletes as well. Um, So what we're calling the Olympic Village concept, the idea that there's a place for athletes to join groups, um, interest groups that they're in, that they're interested in, uh, might be specifically around a sport, or it might be about jobs in the future. It might be on on any subject that they choose, um, uh, and create a kind of much more of a sort of Olympic Village concept, kind of the sort of thing that we, those of us who were athletes, really experienced when we went to an Olympic Games or a Commonwealth Games. You know, you go into the Olympic Village; that's where the community lives. The dining room where you go and you know share food together. Your different accommodation blocks, the different 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 areas of the village where you feel kind of sort of safe and 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 it's a really unique environment for athletes to be in. 
Because ultimately, to be part of the British Elite Athletes Association, you have to be an elite athlete. You have to be on a world-class programme. And you probably also would have been to the Olympics or Paralympics and know what the Athletes Village is. Yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, we provide a a safe, uh, independent, objective, but an expert kind of resource for athletes for any issue that they might face. It might be some kind of dispute that they've got into with their governing body or or or, or with uh, with a, with a coach or with a fellow fellow athlete, or it might be something over selection policy. Anything that is troubling an athlete, they need to know that they've got somewhere somewhere to go and get the right. Um, and advice from. So we provide that kind of forum for athletes and that's a unique role that that, that we play. Um, I mean, obviously, um, we have athletes at different ends of their co- uh, career. So you know, representing over 1,100 athletes in 40 different sports, they might be you know, at, the, at the start of their career uh, joining an, uh, a world-class programme or, or indeed been to several Olympic Games and, and everywhere in between. So not everyone has been in the Olympic Village, but you know, by 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 being a member of the BAA, we want to sort of share that experience um, and and help to cross fertilise different athletes from different sports um, with different levels of of experience. Um, I mean, this is not a, an organisation that existed when I was an athlete, so I'm, I'm really thrilled. This organisation has been going now for twenty odd years, and uh, or it's now an important and established part of the high performance uh, sport environment. It's all about anniversaries. The 20th anniversary, as you say, January 2024. As we speak, you're celebrating 100 days in the role. What was the priority? What was the thing that was top of your inbox when you first got the role? For me, top of my inbox was making sure that the athlete's voice is is represented. When I finished as an athlete back in the early 1990s, I was invited to be an athlete representative myself in the early days. And I found that to be really a very developmental experience. Uh, I didn't really understand how sport was was organised or governed. Um, So it was really quite a surprise to me, the sort of decisions that people have to make in sport. And and I was surprised that the athlete's voice wasn't more present uh, and and, uh, needed to be campaigned for. So I was most attracted back so well where is the athlete voice in these decisions that are made things have moved on a lot obviously from the time the amateur area when I was competing now with the world-class programs uh, for the for for, um, you know since 1997 Um, so but that's what uh, attracted me 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 back and the other thing was um, that there was a this organisation which which you know um, seeks to bring together athletes from across forty different sports. That was a very attractive, both Olympic and and Paralympic, of course. Uh, so, you know, um, uh, you know, that, hence the the athlete village concept and and uh, the the idea that we can provide a voice that is relevant for for uh, athletes from all sorts of different sports and different backgrounds. So the name has changed slightly. Uh, in the last six months or so. And I know you've been working with CEO Anna Watkins as well about more engagement with athletes. And you kind of touched on it there because it's amazing how many people don't know that the BEAA, it exists. Yes, exactly. And I, I actually, all that work had been done, really good work had been done. We've got some you know, very talented uh, members of our board with a with a branding and commercial background who did some some very good work to uh, uh, on what athletes um, most most value and uh, are looking 
for from their representative body. So coming back to that and um, picking up with with uh, Anna Watkins and you know how lucky we are to have uh, an Olympic gold medalist as our CEO with her many other talents as well. So it's been brilliant uh, a chance to work with Anna and the talented board members and the full time uh, uh, staff members as well. Fantastic. I think the opportunities are there for us to have our voice, project ourselves. Um, uh, to both athletes and the wider uh, sporting uh, community using the the best of of modern techniques as well so using social media we we have a a, a number of uh, a brand uh, ambassadors uh, for BEAA uh, athlete ambassadors we've got three athletes on our board uh, Asha Phillip Holly Pern Webb and a former athlete herself so you know making sure that we can we can project our voice out to our members and to the high performance community and, and make sure that that people know who we are. And I know one of those things that you're doing is uh, the alumni platform. And, and you mentioned you being a, a former Olympic athlete yourself. You know, you want to build and, and use other people's experience. Definitely. And, you know, I've been allowed to come onto the alumni platform and I, you know, each week I get a little digest, uh, which is great. I mean, it gets pinged to me about what's happening on the on, on the platform um, the different groups that I can join, uh, and I'm really hoping that uh, those you know, old athletes like me can can hopefully play a role for um, those athletes, particularly as they start to think about life after sport. They can tap into the experiences of alumni such as myself um, and other generations, um, because you know that can be quite a daunting moment in your life. Certainly was for me the idea of oh, I'm I'm no longer going to be an athlete. This fantastic experience. I had as an athlete I mean highs and lows I should say and it's not always fantastic it's, it's you know we we lose more often than, than we win but you know what what am I going to do life after sport and I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, alumni network and this concept of the athletes village is going to give us a, a, a great community feel and, and the athletes you know, they get towards the end of their career and they'll know that they're supported by other athletes and there's there's a place for them to to, to go to get that support. And you talk about getting that support. Practically, where is that made available to the athletes? We're in a digital age now, a social media age. Your 100 days, we're celebrating it on a podcast, for example. So what is there now for the athletes to do other than listen, of course, to this podcast? Yeah, no, it's great to have a podcast like this. And, and, uh, and of course, you know, social media channels uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, but, but also through the alumni app. So uh, you can download the alumni app as an athlete. You can apply to the BEAA be registered onto the app once you're registered onto the app you know you've been validated if you like as a as an athlete a former athlete on uh, on a world class program um and you know that you you're in a community where you where it's, it's safe for you to 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 join groups and to message each other privately and in public forums as well um but 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 using these fantastic modern communication tools that we've got these days to to make sure that the athletes can speak to each other 
And you've added three athletes to the organisation as well. Recent hires include ex-skeleton racer Millie Kellyman as your athlete community manager and ex-swimmer Michael Gunning as the ED&I ambassador and Robin Love as your LGBTQ plus ambassador. What's been the reaction? And I know you've had and you do survey the athletes annually. What's been their reaction to some of the innovations that you have made? In terms of listening to our athlete members, the, the survey's absolutely critical, as well as sort of pul- pulse uh, surveys that we can put out as well. I mean, it's, it's really brilliant to have you know, um, Millie, Michael, Robin, you know, who are who are close who are close to to the to, to the athletes and uh, to have their voice within within our organisation is very very helpful and the relationships they've got with with current uh, athletes from the survey there's no question the number one issue that has come back um, in the post most recent two surveys has been around the cost of living um, that we're all experiencing of course but 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 athletes um, uh, who are very grateful very grateful for the support they get via grants uh, um, from UK sport as part of uh, the world-class programs and yet those grants clearly they've not been they've not been inflation proofed they're not being linked to increases in 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 cost so that they're they're definitely experiencing that that squeeze so certainly their appreciation for what we do around our casework is loud and clear um you know you know 90% plus of athletes who who have engaged with the BEAA reached out needing some some help have said it's been fantastic and they've recommended uh, doing so to other athletes um when athletes know who we are have a reason to kind of know know who we are particularly um need our support it's really it's really reassuring. It's great for me coming in in my first hundred days to see the appreciation that there is for the work that our, our case case officers do and, and everyone working for the BAA. We mentioned the fact that some athletes don't know that you exist, but also you mentioned that you work with 40 different sports. I'm assuming there are other sports that you'd like to work with. Absolutely. I mean, it, it is a, a, a challenge for us with our resources to make sure we get around but I'm, I'm you know I'm reassured I mean, you know, Anna sits um, uh, on the performance director forum so she attends a performance director forum she's regularly meeting with the athletes advisory group for UK sport um, so we're, we're well represented um, through through those forums and yet there are, are some sports who you know we need to do more to in, to engage with, and and that's that's on us, and it's on on sports as well, because the last thing we want is the first thing, first conversation we're having is where the sport has got a problem over safeguarding or a, a, over some kind of issue, because athletes are are un, unhappy with a selection policy or something like that. So we'd much rather kind of make sure that we we we're, we're proactively working with the sports not not merely reacting to problems when they arise and worth reiterating dominic as well that this is for olympic and paralympic world-class athletes yes absolutely it's important that we're engaging with both uh, 
um, the the athlete commissions for the British Olympic Association, um, and uh, I know that the BPA, um, British Paralympic Association, is looking at their own kind of how they communicate with Paralympic athletes as well. But of course, not not everybody who's on a world class program is yet an Olympian or a Paralympian. So we need to make sure that we're 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 engaging at every every um, every point in an athlete's career. And you mentioned, of course, that you were a sports person, a former modern pentathlete, double Olympian, Seoul 88, Barcelona 92, uh, won world and Olympic bronze in 87 and 88, respectively. But your career, obviously, since then, have, you've moved into administration, if you like. What has brought you to this role then? And why are you the man to chair this organisation for this initial four-year period and take it forward? My athletic careers a long time ago now <laughs> 80s and 90s the end of the amateur we remember era. it yeah the end of the amateur era um and i was really privileged i only had a brief break after i finished competing i then went, as i said earlier um had a chance to to represent athletes on my international federation for modern pentathlon uh, and on my national governing body. Um, but then I was asked to come back and manage uh, modern pentathlon team at five Olympic Games. So uh, I, I w- didn't think I would do that. But working with the performance director, the coaches, the athletes, small program, but really feel like I had the opportunity to to understand the development of the world class program. So I've really felt like I've I have I have been in the system uh, even though it's not been my full-time job. You know, I've, I've done it as a volunteer throughout and been happy to do that. So when the opportunity came to go, well, actually, here's, a, here's an organisation that is working across the system. Having had that kind of depth in one sport, now to try and apply that in my experience and bring my experience of the professional services world, because that's been my background working in, in consulting uh, in my career, bring that expertise to the BEAA as we ask ourselves the question, what services could we provide our members that our members would value? Um, I'm hoping that that I can bring that combination of having been an athlete, having been an administrator, managed teams in the world-class system and had a professional career in professional services. I, hopefully I can bring the best of that to the role uh, as chair of BEAA. How much are you looking forward to now and the future, the 20th anniversary early in 2024, which, of course, as you'll know, is an Olympic and Paralympic year. It's come around again. It's amazing. It's so exciting. Paris 24, it's only across the channel, isn't it? I mean, we're all we're all really getting excited about um, uh, the Olympics and Paralympics ne- next year. And we realise, you know, it becomes very, you know, very tight around you know, about qualification, for Olympic teams, about selection for Olympic teams. So we're not we're not naive to what's gonna gonna be coming down the line in the next six to nine months um, as the world class programs go through the process of picking the best possible Olympic and Paralympic team. Um, and it's sort of yeah, it's a sort of moment of truth for everybody in the system. And we want to play our you know a positive role in helping the system to make the best possible choices with the athletes um, at the heart of it. Dominic Marnie, the new chair of the British Elite Athletes Association. Thank you. And if you'd like more info on the BEAA or you are a world-class programme athlete with automatic membership, do check out the website. That is BritishEliteAthletes.org. Sports 
Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.